It's your radio, the future of radio. It's been said that variety is the spice of life, but we here at Serious Business know that's not true. The real spice of life is an evening with hosts Loey and Corey and their guests. Join us as we delve into a variety of interesting, sometimes off-the-wall subjects. Now, here's Loey. And good evening, this fine Thursday night, 9 p.m. The sun's went down in Maine. Beautiful day. No humidity. Had to wear long sleeves today. Does that tell you anything? It's a wonderful summer day in Richmond, Maine. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about becoming a more spiritual being, uh, universal law. And we're going to introduce our co-host, Corey Lejeune. He is my switchboard man. Hello, Corey. Hello, I'm here, as people in the chat room know, which if you're not in the chat room, get yourself over there, blogtalkradio.com slash seriousbusiness, or um, seriousbusinessradio.com. Great place to be. The chat room's always fun, because I'm always fun, and after I'm doing my little introduction here, you'll hear maybe ten words from me the rest of the show. As always, it'll probably be, yes, ten words in the whole show, and then... I'll be entertaining the chat room, which I'm very good at. On air, if you'd like to call in with us, we'll be opening the lines relatively soon into the show. That number is 646-716-9034. So, would you like to bring on well, one I, of our yeah, I, I panelists? Am, I am going to bring on our panelists. And uh, before I do that, um, Susan and Susan... Uh, I have um, a friend who was ill week before last, and she thought she had the flu. And then on, I believe it was Saturday, she was really feeling bad, and she um, went into the emergency room, and she had um, a mass in her thorax area, and they did... uh, some x-rays, MRIs, uh, CAT scans, whatever. And she um, has had since had uh, more tests and uh, biopsies, and it came back as non-cancerous. They are doing surgery to remove the mass today. Hopefully she's out by now, but that, uh, that surgery started about 3 o'clock, and it's, if it was a simple surgery... It was going to be a couple of hours, or it could be up to six hours or so, they said. So I, at this point in time, do not know how my friend is doing at this point in time, if she's out of surgery or still in surgery. So I would like to ask both of you, uh, Susan and Susan, to um, send some healing thoughts her way, and um, please invite all of your friends to... Please do the same. Um, she's a really special person. And so I would just appreciate that very much. And first thing I'm going to do is um, bring in a guest. Switchboard me in. Could you bring in a Susan? Uh, well, a, a, which, which Susan? Well, let's go ahead and start with the first Susan that called in, which is uh, Susan Lacombe. Hello, Susan. Hello, guys. Um, Loie, I was just asking, what's her first name? I'm posting it to a group as we speak. Linda. Her name is Linda. Thank you. How you, how, how is everybody tonight? Well, I'm just as perky as can be. Good. A lot perkier than when we chatted last night. I was just wiped out last night. But I'm better today. Yeah, you were wiped out last night. Yeah, well, yesterday was one of those days where uh, I had experiences that I'd never had before, <laughs> as you well know. Um, I told you what, what my day was like yesterday afternoon, and yes. uh, that's fun. So, um, anyway, I, um, I'm i really looking forward to tonight. I want to thank everybody in advance for all healing energies and thoughts that are sent um, towards my friend. 
she's uh, she's just really a special person. But then so is everybody else. Uh, very special. Um, I'm going to bring on uh, Susan. I'm going to keep you on the air, and I'm going to bring in another caller. Okay. I think it might be Mary. Uh, That's fine. Hello, is this Mary? Hello. Caller from area code nine five four. Tell us who you are. And area code nine five four. Would you tell us who you are? And if you are in the um, chat room, mute your computer and listen through your phone, please. And we'll bring you back on in a couple minutes and try you again. Yes. We keep trying. Okay, okay. so how about Now let's bring on another caller, which I believe this is Susan Henson. Hello. Hello. Hi. Okay. This one's here. Okay. We have Susan Lacombe, and now she's going to, for our audience, Susan Lacombe is going to be Susan. Susan Henson is going to be Sue. So just so everybody knows, and so Susan and Susan know, because I can say Susan, and I get a duet. I love it. So how are you tonight, Sue? Excellent. How are you tonight? I'm I'm very good, thank you. Um, I'm I'm very interested in the show we're going to have tonight, ladies. And um, right now it's the uh, four of us, Corey and I, and Sue and Susan. Um, Roseanne will probably be on a little later, and uh, I'm sure Mary will be here shortly. Um, I'm not well-versed in the universal law that um, is a part of our conversation tonight. Uh, I guess my thoughts about universal law, and I'm going to put it in a nutshell, and then perhaps you two would like to uh, perhaps broaden what I say in, in a more meaning, meaningful way. Uh, what goes around comes around is one thing that comes to mind. Um, for every ounce of negativity or joy or happiness that you send out, it comes back threefold. Um, that's pretty much my take on the universal law. What would be uh, your take on the universal law, Sue? I think on universal law is more along the lines of a, the line of a law of attraction, which is what you said. But in a nutshell, it's it's more that we create for ourselves and for no one else, and no one else creates for us. So whatever we intend or create, or say wish for someone else, we have wished upon ourselves, because the only person we create for is ourselves. Great. That's pretty much that's pretty much the same same way that that I perceive um, the universal law. Susan, how, how do you perceive the universal law? The law of attraction, if, if you associate with negative, you're going to attract negative. If you associate with positive, you're going to attract positive. Corey and I went to a um, session with uh, Bambi Thompson, She's, uh, you girls would love her, and hopefully when you're here in Maine, you'll get to meet her. I, I will definitely invite her. Um, what was the name of that workshop? Well, it had 500 different names, if well, you remember her speech. I think it was this time around it was Optimism 101, and then yeah. she had a couple other names for it. Yes, Optimism 101 is a, a workshop that Corey and I went to a couple of months ago, and as I mentioned with Bambi Thompson and... Um, you can find her online. Anybody that's interested in typing her into Google, Bambi Thompson in Maine. And uh, she should be pretty easy to find because her first name is uh, rather uncommon, I believe. And so Corey and I went to this uh, workshop, and it was, uh, oh, there's my sister online in the chat room. Say hi to my sister, Corey. Um, so... Um, Anyway, Corey and I went to this because I thought that uh, Corey being a teenager and me being an old lady, that uh, oh that uh, we would surely benefit. And I do believe that we did benefit because one of the things that uh, Bambi spoke of was the energy that you project comes back threefold. And as Sue said, this is this is a 
a, a me thing. It's not. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, it does affect other people, needless to say, because it's your attitude or your personal attitude. But I really feel that we came back with some really important tools, life tools, actually. And hopefully Sue and Susan, uh, Mary and Roseanne can uh, all share some some tools that you can take away from you tonight, take away with you tonight, that will make your everyday living uh, profoundly better. And so uh, we're going to try this 954 area code again and see if that person is there. So by now this person hopefully has turned down their sound and they're here. 954, welcome. I'm just going to put you back on. Well, that that was was a little bit of, uh, that was kind of fishy. That was more than fishy. Um, Let's try to sing a tune next, please, 954. Thank you for... Your very watery input. That was quite interesting. So I'm going to uh, uh, I'm going to lay this in the lap of Sue or Susan, uh, whichever one of you want to take this. Um, do you have any insights to share with our listeners that would uh, be a tool that they can take away with them tonight that would give them a handle on how their life could be more joyous or less stressful. Don't both of you talk at once now. Susan, would you like to go ahead? Well, sure, but let's go with Susie. Since when has Bowie ever called me Susan? I I don't answer to Susan. That's what's throwing me off. Um, Okay, you have just became Susie because I don't call you Susan. I was being very formal. No, that's why I'm, I'm not. I wasn't paying attention because I don't answer to it. Um, what people can walk away with tonight from this show um, that everybody who does spirituality and all the Reiki and EFT and all the work that we do, Law of Attraction, Qigong anything. It's all oneness and unity and there's there's abundance, which is a law of attraction in it. Um, If we all work together as a team, um, and there's some people out there that um, think they can do it by themselves, and it's, it's not true. We all need to work together. We're all one. I just think you get better results with power and prayer and abundance, you know? Yes. Uh, I like what you had to say as far as that goes because we are all connected and we are all one. But where I would take it would actually be uh, another direction that we already, all of us have within us everything we already need. We all seem to be searching for something as if it's lost. But the main thing I would want everybody to know is that it's not lost. We just need to remember. It's already within us. The connection's already there. And really what our, our plan is and what we're working on is recognizing that, remembering that, and utilizing it together. I think that I think that's really that's really pretty much um that really says a lot, ladies, um, that we are, I think you're right, we are all searching for something, and um, many of us don't have our priorities quite right. I'm sure that we think many people feel that uh, wealth, monetary wealth, uh, will bring you joy and happiness, and I doubt that that's true. Um, not, not even close. No, I don't believe that that's true at all, but there's so many people whose perception of happiness is is, uh, dollars and cents and uh, possessions. And I have met people who, uh, I know one person in particular, and needless to say I'm not going to mention a name, but this is a very talented person and probably uh, a very well-known person. And um, this person lives 
in a wonderful old building that's probably 200 years old. And this person that I'm referring to has no need for material things per se. This person does have a bed and and a place to sit and, and a place to cook and that kind of thing. But this person doesn't need material things like a sofa or a dining table or a sideboard that's made out of mahogany that's hand-carved. This person lives a very simple life, and I have learned so much from my visits that I make with this person. You can see I'm trying to be genderless, too. Very good, Uh, very good. Well, all the money in the world isn't going to buy you health or happiness. And that's absolutely right. I mean, you know, it's definitely not going to buy, you're right, it's not going to buy you health. Yes, it's going to take you to the doctor for, so you can pay for this test and that test or this this prescription or that prescription, but that's that's a different kind of buying health than, than I'm sure you're referring to. Um, right. It's not going to keep you from getting sick is what I meant. And it's not going to, all the money in the world doesn't make you happy. You can pretend. You know, there's a lot of people that pretend they're happy, but are they really? Well, I think that maybe sometimes uh, uh, pretending is a good thing. If you're pretending to be happy, sometimes it actually works out that it makes you happy. But you're absolutely right. It's not going to buy happiness. I don't believe you can buy happiness. Um, Money is there. I'm I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, Sue. I say, if you could, there's a huge market for it. Well, most definitely. (laughs) Got that one, right? You picked that one. Most definitely. Um, No, I haven't seen your post yet, but but I do appreciate your posting it, Susie. Thank Uh, you. That's why I didn't hear the the law of attraction at first. I was posting on two sides for you. Oh, that's what LOA means, huh? Law of Attraction? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm a little slow sometimes. I'm teaching you. More like like all the time. More like, you better be careful, little guy. Corey, you are far from old, buddy. (laughs) This is is like, see, I love this because every show, you know, I really do love this show because not only do we get amazing guests and amazing topics and amazing shows, I get to pick on my mom a little bit. And, you know, I love you, Mom. But. But. No, I love you, Mom. So, you know, I I just... But I I love to pick on you a little bit. That's okay. I'll let you. Um, I'm going to ask you... uh, I'm going to be a little uh, more specific and I'm going to say, Sue... What what are three things that uh, you feel would make you or general population a more spiritual being? Well, I don't know if there's three things, but um, how do I answer this? There's a lot of people out there um, who do Reiki. Um, and it's a, a wonderful modality. Um, and when you're taught in Reiki, you don't even have to be a Reiki master. Sometimes there are Reiki twos, level twos, that are better than some Reiki masters. Um, Sue Henson, for one. Um, but um, they teach you in Reiki 1 that there's there's a lot of principles, but for the the Western, the version where we live, they teach you, you know, the principles just for today. Do not get angry. Um, be grateful. Work hard. Be kind to others. Do not anger. Do not worry, you know. And there's just, this honesty is a 
big thing with me. It, it is, don't lie to me. Tell me the truth. I'd rather hear something that I don't want to hear than hear a lie, if that made any sense. Yeah, that does make sense. And yeah. I know so many people that are doing Reiki, and um, are they, where are their intentions? Are they really good? Um are they following the principles that they learned in Reiki 1? If not, then they need to go back and start all over again. You know, because so, first do no harm. That's even in traditional medicine. So did that answer what you were looking for? Well, that's that's a very good answer, actually, because it pretty much covers what we all wish that we could maintain on a daily basis, uh, being human beings, uh, needless to say, we're not um, we're not perfect, and uh, on occasion, I'm sure that we all slip up. Uh, if we were to do that on a regular basis, not use this, these principles, uh, the world would be a pretty sad place, without a doubt. Uh, yeah. If if you want to repeat those one more time, um, how how many um, of those are there? Well, there are quite a few of them. Um, In the Western, the way we learned it, there's five of them. Wow, that was up. Um, Well, you're testing me now, huh? Um, Yeah, I'm doing. Do not, they tell you just for today, and I start each morning and each night with a ritual of doing meditation, and then I go into... uh, Reiki, and then I end with my prayers. And they teach you, or I teach people in Reiki 1, the principles. Um, And you're supposed to say just for today, every day you say it, but that you will not get angry, um, you will be very grateful, you will work hard. Um, That's even in the Bible, you know, you work for your food. that's more Sue's line. Uh, you'll be kind to others, and you uh, do not worry. And that's probably not the proper order, but that's just how uh, I memorized I, it. So I don't think that we have to actually have a proper order because you know that pretty much those are wonderful guidelines for for living, without a doubt. I, I would like to try area code nine five four one more time. Because they they have just been whomever they are they've just been so patient. Uh, let's let's try area code nine five four. We're going to try you again. Hopefully your transmission on your phone is has cleared up. And if not, try to sing something that would sound really cool auto tune because it might sound really cool underwater too. So. If if not, hang up and then dial back in and see if that clears it up. Oh, that was cute. My board just went bang when I did that. Nine five four, are you there? Hello, area code 954. You've been so wonderfully patient. Are you there? Let's try this again. 954. I don't think they're there. I'd like to do a chant. 954, 954. Hello? Do you want me to see where 954 is? Uh, Sure, I'm not sure where it's at. We're going to put them on hold again. Okay, 954, we put you back on hold. Maybe you had to take a potty break or something. And if you come back, we'd love to hear you sing all the world's best auto-tuned hits underwater. So okay. we'd like to be able to hear you even more. So, um, Sue, Sue Henson, how do you start your day every day? First thing I do every day is pray. Okay, before before my feet hit the floor, my knees hit the floor. There you go. Good girl. That, that's just the first thing I would tell everybody. Start your day with prayer. End your day with prayer. Continue your day with prayer. And that really usually crosses over into meditation for me as well. Because it's one thing, praying is when you say what you have to say. Meditation is when you listen to the answers for what you've asked for. So now, do you do you start your day with a prayer and then do you do meditation afterwards? Or does that just uh, sort Actually, of happen? Actually, I have, I have one thing that comes in between. I start my day with prayer, 
and then I do a, a basic energy routine, uh, getting my energy aligned with my body, and then go into meditation. That puts me into a more effective frame to where all of me is actually resonating at a higher place. And really all that it, uh, consists of is you just have two spots in your shoulders where you tap. That's your K27. Tap your thymus in the center of your chest. Tap on your lower rib cage, but that's where your adrenals are. Turn them off so you turn off fight and flight. And then just do a simple zip-up. And that just starts at the pelvic bone with your hand flat against your body, tracing up to your bottom lip three times, and then put a walk on it. And what that's doing is we have our lower chakras. We're all covered in that zone from the pelvic bone to the lower lip. And we're sealing those things in and then just only focusing on our insight and our inspiration, which is our two upper chakras, which is really what we want to be operating from when we're talking with each other so that we're not connecting to things, to people's perceived needs, but they're actually inspired and insightful real needs. Like what you were talking about earlier, uh, and I had a friend put it so well, that money doesn't buy what you need, and that's usually not what we need. We can give $20 to people all day long, and somebody else said this, so I'm quoting them. You can take a meal to someone who, who needs a meal tonight, but really what they need is to know that they're important, to know that they're loved. Mm -hmm. And so that's what, when you zip up those lower things, that's what you're connecting with, what people really need versus what they think they need, because we're usually going to say, well, what I need is $20 or my power bill paid. What we really need is to know that our power is going to stay on every month and that somebody has a concern about that. Exactly. So I, I do that energy routine following prayer and then go into meditation. Something that you just said uh, leads me to say this, that uh, one of the joys that I get from giving uh, is food. I love to cook. I think I do okay in the kitchen. And having raised two boys already and still raising one, um, I always cook like I was cooking for an army, and, and that's, uh, I still do. It's, it's a pretty hard habit to break. So one of the things that, that I enjoy is having enough food. My house is like Grand Central Station. People drop in uh, all the time. You don't usually knock at my door. You just open the door and yell, hey. And, and then you come in. Uh, I like to be able to say, grab a plate and sit down if it's a meal time. I like to um, I like to take and make special, you know, take and make up a plate for for people that that I know around town and so on and take it. And that gives me joy in sharing. But I think that not just I think the food is an excuse in a sense. When I go, yes, the food is appreciated by the people that I like to, to uh, share with, which would be anybody, but certain people in particular at this point in time. But I think what I, what I really enjoy and what they really enjoy is that we spend time while they per perhaps they sit and eat while we sit there and, and chat. Uh, these are people that are uh, living alone primarily. And I think that it gives me joy to know that I am sharing my time with these people because time is, is you know, one of, an issue with me um, because there's not much of it. I know you think there's 24 hours in a day, but I got news for you. There's only like six. Yes. Just ask me. And I think that I think that that's one of the things that uh, if you reciprocate. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh, what you throw out comes back threefold. So when I go with with a plate of food somewhere and sit and chat and, and so on, the joy that I receive just from knowing that uh, I'm enjoying a chit-chat with somebody and they too are having somebody sit across the table from them when they're enjoying a meal and chatting. Chloe, so let me ask, do you mind if I ask you a question? No, ask me anything you want. Well, you asked, you asked what we get from helping people, volunteering. Well, I was, yeah, I was saying one of the things that I get. That's one of them. Uh, right. What we get from helping people is we actually heal ourselves too. And I think you just answered the same thing in a different 
way. Yeah, that's what's kind of interesting when you have a talk that has, you know, like there's a multiples of us here. Uh, we each are pretty much seeing a lot of the same things, but but we're being more more defined. I mean, um, I'd hate to tell you what I do the first thing when I wake up, other than open my eyes. So it's kind of, it's kind of nice. I know what she does, and it's not the coffee. <laughs> no, it's not. That's the second thing. Yeah, because that's downstairs. And then I have to go sit so on the floor. you go in the room next door? Yeah, she goes in the room next door, yeah. <laughs> that too. Um, but I think, you know, we, we all say we, we're all kind of in touch with each other, and I think that probably the group that we have in our chat room and, and those who will listen to the archives, I think you'll find that we're all pretty much in tune with each other and that this isn't just three of us or four of us or 12 or 20. I think that the whole world, no matter who the culture is or what the culture is, I think that we're all so in tune with each other that by being able to speak about our beliefs and our feelings about, you know, what goes around comes back to you, uh, Two-fold, three-fold, one-fold, whatever kind of fold you, you get. I think the whole world is like that. It's just that we need to be aware. So many people are, are struggling uh, to to have uh, careers, um, a better self of them your neighbor has. But why? But why? Because because. Um, I, I think my dog wants to be a star because I'm telling you I can't have a show but why she doesn't have a hissy fit. Uh, I think society does that, not your dog. The neighbor next door the, wants the better. Well, I, I think you're right. Corey, Corey I, I wants thought, to jump in. I thought she was going to say everyone like everyone barks. And, no. And I, I don't think everyone barks. Wolf. Oh wait, maybe so. Maybe they do. Um, I just, I, you know, I think you're right. Society does, does push people in into. Uh, I want to be um, top dog at my at uh, my company, or uh, if I give a party, I want it to be the best party in the world. And I think that's as I, I don't want to be redundant, but I think that it's just human nature at right. certain ages of our lives, without a doubt. I, because we mature every day, we grow, and there are young people who are Reiki masters, and there are older people, and there's the in betweens. But uh, we had our, our hippie generation, and I'm not talking LSD or pot. I'm talking uh, about uh, people who were searching for a different kind of lifestyle, uh, a more free lifestyle. And I think that you know, uh, society. Uh, learns from every generation because every generation has its own uh, thing. We had our hippies, now we have our organic green people. Um, they kind of, uh, and I don't categorize that per se, but I'm just saying that, that our green people are trying to save our earth and, and, and to save our, our, our bodies in a sense. Um, so each each generation has its its group that we, we learn from and we evolve but we still have that that mindset that we have we have to climb the ladder of success. And well everybody doesn't have the same perception of success I'd say. Right, Maslow. Maslow has the uh, hierarchy of needs. You know, they teach you that in psychology. That you know, the first level is food, shelter, love, touch, and it goes all the way up to number five being actualization. Um, but um, how do I say this? I mean, I grew up thinking irregular was a brand name. And only people from around here are going to know Marshalls, you know. I don't know if you have them up there. Um, but I didn't have to shop at the best stores to have clothes, you know. 
I'm sorry, I was typing. Yeah, I know, I saw. Oh. You know, but they have stores around here that that sell irregular clothes from big fancy stores, and that's where we did all our shopping. You know, you didn't have to go into these big fancy stores and pay five times as much for something you can get, you know. Just because it has an irregular label on it, who cares? Yeah, I could care less. Like I say, when you talk about all of that, uh, I always go back to that, what I was saying in the beginning, you know, giving is receiving. And that's what yeah. you keep talking about. But what we give is what we receive. And that's the same thing I was saying in the beginning with the law of, of attraction. What you wish upon another is what you get. If you wish ill things upon another, that's when you get ill things. And people say, I didn't ask for this, but you did when you wished it upon another. That's right. That's and right. When, yes. And then when you, you talk about like with the meals. By the way, I'd really like to come to Maine because I gave myself uh, food poisoning last week because I'm not that fantastic cook. So next time you cook those meals, you know, give me a little advance warning. I'd love to come visit for dinner. <laughs> well, you will be more than welcome. I'll say, grab a plate. <laughs> okay, but, but it, it would take me really into what one of my favorite quotes is, and it's one that I use all the time. It's not what you do, it's why. It's not about cooking the meal. It's not talking about doing the smile or giving the hug or saying the good words. It's why you're doing those things. If you're cooking the meal for somebody to tell you you're a great cook, that's exactly what you're going to get out of it. If you're cooking the meal for, to enjoy that company, that's what you're going to get out of it. And see, that's what you're saying. So it's, it's not what you're doing, it's why you're doing it, because your why is what you always receive through the law of attraction. So if you're doing something to climb the ladder for success, you're going to get success and it's going to be your definition of it, but nothing else. But if you're climbing that ladder to help society, then you are going to receive all the help that you need because whatever you're giving, you're receiving, and what you're receiving is your why, not your what. Exactly. And you do it without expecting to receive anything. At least I do, and I know Sue does. I just, I don't think I expect anything. Well, you either are. Of course, I know you well. I should have said that. But there are no, people out there that go do things for other people because they want things in return. Well, then that's the feel, wrong way of doing it. I well, think it feels good. Doesn't it make you feel good? I'm sorry. There were two voices. Okay. I, I'm just saying it makes me feel good knowing that I could share. And and I go away with a smile on my face, and I leave somebody with a smile on their face. It makes you feel good too, right? Oh, I love it. And when I go volunteer or I do something, um, I do it with expecting nothing in return. And I just enjoy helping the people. And if I can go up the street and volunteer for some of the people that I do and paint their fingernails or feed their cat or make them a few sandwiches and get a smile from them and then that that made my day. They don't even have to say thank you. I mean a smile says thank you. And I didn't go there to for them to say thank you anyways, you know. Exactly. Exactly. So we're going to bring on another caller. Hello and welcome. Area code five one eight, welcome to the show. It's Roseanne Oh, it's yes. so... Corey knew that. He's no, mistaken. I didn't. I really didn't know that, okay? I usually expect her to call in from uh, Skype. Ah, well, hello, Roseanne. How are you this evening? Roseanne, Roseanne, how are you? And we lost Roseanne. We lost Roseanne. Once again, refer to last week's episode of our show talking about cell phones and cell phone service. If you own a cell phone, you're bound to lose service ten times in every episode of a radio show you're on. And that is the next commercial for AT&T, who I'll probably be stuck with when I get my new iPhone, whenever it arrives. Corey. No, not whenever, Corey. When it arrives. Tomorrow. Corey, tell them about, is it okay to tell them about your friend's um, Uh, incident without names or locations? Okay. Uh, I'll I'll fill you in, in private later, ladies about Corey's friend. I have a friend. I can say a little bit. I have a 
Well, he's going to say a little bit. I, I'm going to be very unconnected and say the least connective terms so nobody knows who this is for their privacy, who had a nice little accident from a shooting gun and the bullet bounced off something and went into her shoulder uh, last night. So, yeah. There, yeah. Roseanne is back. That was the least descriptive and least relative name way to describe that, but it kind of Well, anybody, send, send, send your thoughts, thought waves to this young lady uh, as well as to my friend and Linda. I think we've got Roseanne. our caller that we keep losing, whose name is Roseanne. <laughs> who, hello. Roseanne. Hello. <laughs> Hello. We lost you there for a minute. How are you this evening? Well, you know, I have to fill you in on what happened. Okay. Uh, we got a phone call on morning that that my nine-year-old niece had had a seizure, was in a coma, and was diagnosed with type one diabetes. Oh wow! What's her first name? Are you okay right now? I mean, how... Is she okay now? Have we lost her again? Yes, we, we, we lost her yeah, again. Yeah, we, we lost her again. Um, I wow. I went into shock. Did she say her first name so I can add her? No, she just said her niece. Nine-year-old, okay. Nine-year-old. This is a well, sad This The vibes were... were uh, off today, I think. Wow. Maybe yesterday, too, without a doubt. So, well, while we wait uh, for uh, Roseanne to come back, uh, I'm, I'm wondering if uh, either one of you ladies have anything that, you know, you, you both are so much more um, aware of these kind of things, uh, that's not uh, the way I would have put it, actually. you Both of you are have delved into Reiki and, and uh, spiritual and holistic and so on. Uh, and so I'm not as well-versed as you, so there may be something that I don't know to question you about that you would like to share. So I will ask Susie first, and then, Sue, you could jump in if there's something that you would like to share, because I don't know all the right questions to ask. Well, we could start out this way, Sue. Um, we do have a few modalities we do alike. Uh, we have the Reiki, being spiritual, um, law of attraction, and both EFT, kids intensive training. And then after that, we have different trainings. But um, I was going to go with the EFT, Sue. What do you think? Uh, with good what choice. We've been, with what we've been doing? Very good choice. That's the one that, as far as on one-on-one, that is, is more utilized and, and accesses the emotions, which is actually the emotion is the switch or the trigger that turns things on and off. Yeah, it's called EFT. It's Emotional Freedom Technique. And Sue and I have been helping people, um, asking for help, um, and usually I'm the one that gets all the information, and the one who gets the information can't be the mediator because you know too much. Uh-huh. So Sue has been the mediator, um, and we've helped a few people. So you want to take it from there because I've got Patty texting me. Okay. The primary way that the EFT works, of course, is meridian tapping, which is reaching into your energy systems, but you're actually touching your body, so you're working with both your your energy and your, your physical aspects, which is actually envelops all of what we would call spiritual. The first step in, in, in the tapping process is to accept where you are to really embrace it, uh, whatever you think your issue or your problem is, uh, just say that it's anger that you're working on. Uh, tell yourself, you know, 
even though I'm angry, I deeply love and accept myself. And it's okay to be angry. And then as you as you accept it, then it, it becomes less aggressive, and you'll actually feel the anger subside, or whatever emotion it is that's being addressed or issue. And then the second step is going to the same thing, only you're putting that anger over that circumstance into the past. Even though I used to be angry, I deeply love and accept myself. And then go through the tapping sequences again, creating a possibility in your mind, because some of us hang on to beliefs so hard, even though we know they're not true, they still keep acting out for us. So you accept the possibility that this, this anger can be gone and that you can be okay without it. And then you go to the third, third step in that, which is even though you used to be angry or whatever, the emotion or event is that's your issue that you're working through, and even though you used to be, and now you've let it go, and it actually goes because you released it through your belief system, through your thought processes, through your, your energy system, and through your body all in one. And at the end, you have just an intense relief, and it's as if it never was because it really never was. These things aren't real. We, we take little things, and, and it's kind of like a, a grain of, of pepper, that would just, you know, get in the right place, and it can be very irritating in the wrong place. But it's still just a grain of pepper, and you just remove that, and, and it's gone. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, we Do we have, have a, someone that wants to have it done? We Well, we have some, a, a caller, uh, area code 703, that Corey's going to bring in. We may have a question or two here. Hello, 703. Um, is this me? Yes, it's you. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was texting Susan, going, "How I want to say Patty? Yes, yes it's Patty. Hey, Patty. Hi, sweetheart. Um, I just you? wanted to. All right, first of all, I guess let me introduce myself. I'm, I'm a little bit of a, I'm riding shotgun with Sue and Susan here on quite a few things, but and I'm a Reiki uh, level two certified, um, but let's see. I recently had the EFT work done on myself because um, one thing I was not, I had not been enlightened to with my instructor with the Reiki was that it, it's there's healing for the emotional part of us, not just the physical. And um, you know, I'm a human being. We all got baggage. We got our ups and downs. Well, I I was feeling like I hit rock bottom. Um, probably about, I don't know, a month ago. And anyway, I had the EFT work done, and I it was miraculous, the comeback, the healing that took place. It went digging way back into my childhood. It has allowed me uh, to come to peace and balance within myself, first and foremost, and, and it's, I know, and I really do believe uh, in my heart that all of us need to have that with ourselves first before we can, and to be a benefit of, to ourselves first with this before we're a benefit to others. And it's just wonderful, wonderful. You changed totally. Your heart just oh, opened right up. And absolutely. And I both healed with you. Absolutely. For the first time in my life, I'm able, you know, somebody has, Issues or baggage that they're dealing with, and they may lash out on out on me, and and I think it's a normal human response to take it personally and and just get your feelings hurt. And it's while it's still a little painful, there is a different view, a different reaction that goes with it after the EFT. You start to realize um, it's not your problem, it's not your fault. This is their hiccup. This is their hang up. And you just and you it's forgiveness, and you just stand there and you turn the and that's where you actually turn the other cheek and just remain that loyal friend or family member and within minutes, the other person comes back because they realized they had their little temper tantrum or whatever, but it's just you're not you're not soaking in it you you don't bring it in and uh without the e f t work i you know I don't think it's possible it's wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing you that, that with us. You're welcome. Yeah, I was going to ask you a reference to that, Patty. If, uh, if I could, 
Go ahead. That you realize as you went through is that all of this baggage that you were carrying actually wasn't even your stuff to begin with. Correct. And Correct. I think most of us would find that, that it's, it's not our stuff in the first place. It's something we witnessed someone else go through, created the yep. fear, it's not even our stuff in the first place. Yep, absolutely. And personally, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm at a point where I really wholeheartedly believe that it's such a, um, it's a staple food that's necessary, especially with families going through divorce, especially with the children, because that is a child's first reaction, um, is that it, they're responsible for it, that they did something wrong, that it's their fault, that, you know, they just, they just take it all on. Um, I'm divorced myself. I saw my oldest son go through it. Nothing was his fault in regards to the fact that he, I think he knew that. Uh, he struggled with it because he felt that he was the one that was going to bring everybody back together. And, and you know, and it's chill, children take it on the most. And that's where a lot of my damage was done was when I was a teenager and my parents went through the divorce. And that's when the EFT, uh, I was allowed to, I wasn't expecting it when it happened, but it took me way back. And I was like, I had no idea that I had swept it under the rug in my life. And it felt so good to actually, there there was obviously an elephant standing in the room, and I had been ignoring it for years, <laughs> is what it comes down to. And it's just, there's another metaphor for you. And uh, it's just one, wonderful cleansing of, of everything. To something have happened to you. I'm sorry, the phone broke up. Sure. I was going to say something happened to you that day because you had, all of a sudden, we've been friends, and all of a sudden, you just sent me an email and just opened up, like, everything. Yeah. And by opening up and asking for help, that meant you were ready to heal. Yes. And that's when we got together. Yes. And plus, I felt, intuitively, I felt safe. I was with yeah. somebody. I mean, there's, I have some people... I have some friends and some relatives that, regardless of the fact that they respect what I do and they know what I do, and they're not there themselves, but the joke is I'm out in left field. And I always tell them, no, I'm in the right field. And you know what? I'm not the only one out here. And that was the whole purpose of even this network for me was to reach out with people of like, like-mindedness and, uh and I'm thankful. I thank God for it every day. It is a gift. Our friendship with you is a gift um, uh, and you. with everybody. I appreciate it immensely. It is never taken for granted for a second. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I love you. <laughs> well, we love you, too. And just so Loie and Corey know, um, I, don't, I don't know what our nickname is going to be, the trio, the three stooges, or what. <laughs> but our name has been getting out there, and... We've been made administrators um, of two different healing groups on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Feel free to mention the names if you'd like. Uh, one of them is called One People, One Heart, One World, and that's Mary who has that. And the other one is Holistic Healing, um, Hands-On, Hands-On Healing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I hope I'm. Thank you. The dog threw me off. Uh, but what's nice is um, we're all looking. The groups are all looking for the same thing because there's so many groups. They're all looking for oneness, unity, and to work together. And the groups are still keeping their own pages, but they're starting to work with each other. And that that's that's a good feeling. Well, that's mm-hmm. what it's all about: is working together. Well, boy, I can sure stop a conversation, can't yeah, I? Yeah, you can. You, Whoa. You've always been good at that. I, I guess I'm getting better. I'm <laughs> um, practice, too. Oh, it does. You know, at first it's the show stopper, and then it's the, the show everything. stopper. Yeah. The stoppers and stumpers. Well, we're down to five minutes, so. Oh, so, Roseanne, we got time for one reading, one card reading. You want to do one? Oh, I know who needs one real bad. Who, who's She's that? Been, 
begging all day if she's still on the phone. Oh, she's gosh. Been emailing me, me all day, yes. <laughs> she kept yeah, saying, that would be me. She kept saying, is Louie the one that reads cards? I need them read so bad. It has so many <laughs> O's in it. Yes, that would be moi. Okay, I'm asking her in the... Okay. So, Patty, would you please just... Are you in the chat room? Uh, Yes. Yep. Just, oh, no, uh, on the computer? A chat room on the computer? No. Okay, well, will you just verbally give Roseanne permission to... Oh, absolutely. Uh, your tarot cards? You have permission to dig deep. Come on. <laughs> okay, Roseanne, you have Patty's permission. Go for it. Um, I'm going to do it in the chat room, I believe, so I'm just going to chitter-chatter because I don't have Roseanne on the phone, which usually she is, but her phone was breaking up big time. So I would assume that Roseanne is cutting your cards, and as she puts up her messages, I'm going to read them for our audience. And so uh, go for it, Roseanne. Um, Patty, uh, do you mind telling us what state you live in? I live in Virginia. In Virginia. I bet it's hot there, huh? Uh, yeah. Actually, it's well, today, yesterday and today has been pretty cool, but for the most part, yes. We had, we had two days of humidity that I thought I was just going to croak. I turned mm-hmm. into a slug, a cranky slug. Well, we're waiting for Roseanne. Uh, Patty's actually the one that's going to be coming up to help us in the fall. Yes, I, I knew that. But I oh, didn't okay. want to, I was going to let you guys say it, but I didn't have permission to say it. And I didn't want to say, hey, can I tell everybody you're coming up here in the fall? Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Typical me. <laughs> All right. Now for the, okay. Roseanne. To get her reading, do I need to go into the chat room? or? I'm going to read it to you. Oh, great. Uh, the first three cards that she pulled was the Six of Swords the Ace of Discs, and the Seven of Wands. Um, So now she's going to tell you what that means in your life at this point in time. And um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to see what it means in your life. The Six tells me that you are of a well-balanced mind Mm -hmm. and intellect. So not only are you balanced, you're smart. Mm Roseanne's going to kill me for my little asides, probably. Well, it's true, it's true so far. I think you should interpret all all these readings, you know, on the show with your own view from now on. It'd be very interesting. But I also see a trip over water. It's going over the Andres, Andreskagen River, how do you say it? Andreskagen. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. And then, Chris, when she said that, that made me think of Sue Henson and, and kayaking. Huh. Yes. That's right. We're going down there in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Looking forward to that too, y'all. Yeah, I know. Paul's getting me on the boat. I'm going whitewater rafting. Well, we have very, very mild white water here, so it's it's not going to rock your world very much. <laughs> well, Paul Paul tells me a, a fall on the floor, or a bump on the table is worse than the kayak, and so I'll be all right. So we're, we're going kayak. We're going whitewater rafting with Susie. <laughs> you are? Yeah. Good. I'm psyched. Good. So are you guys going kayaking? Is that what I heard? Whitewater rafting. Well, you're a braver trio than I am. All right. Mild whitewater, Louie. <laughs> okay, back to Patty. Uh, the ace says that you are using the power of the world to offer shelter and protect protection to others. The ace says that you are using the power of the material world. Mm-hmm. You are using the power of the material world to offer shelter and protection to others. Well, you're a very nurturing person. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I uh, kind of know you, Patty, through Susan. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I can say that. You can. So I did. Open mouth and say it. There you go. I always hang around with positive, nurturing, giving, honest people. Did I cover all the virtues there? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it sounded good to me. I liked it. I think so. So, Susan Hinson, you are definitely an outdoors woman, huh? Definitely. Wow. Definitely. I love it. I, I uh, take people on biking tours, uh, rafting tours, kayak tours. And then when that's boring, then I go out in the farmyard with the animals and take care of them and do those sort of things. So wherever it is, it tends to be outdoors somewhere. Oh, we got something up here, Lori. Okay. Patty. Yes. The seven, <clears throat> excuse me, the seven tells me that you need to rely on your personal courage and maintain focus. A small challenge is coming. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I think well, I'm in it already. I know what it is. That they are has already arrived. I'm in the middle of addressing it now. (laughs) Okay, so you just need to rely on your personal courage, maintain your focus, and you will come through with flying colors, I would just imagine. Great. You're going to, girl. Without a doubt. Well, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but our hour has come and gone, and it's time for us to say, oops, wait a minute. (laughs) No, we're not leaving yet because Patty, the name of is going to tell us something. Okay. Wow, that 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 was that was exciting. You know, that was like a jump moment there. <laughs> did she did she yeah. really jump? Well, yeah. <laughs> She's doing this nice, wonderful. It's time to go thing, and then she just goes, grab, wait a minute. And she just grabbed my side. I grabbed this like, leg, and I'm going, wait a minute. And uh, wow, okay, hi. <laughs> A warrior is going to join. Oops, Uh I'm sorry. (laughs) It's addicting. Uh, Patty. Yes. Okay. She pulled the Knave of Wands, and that meaning is a warrior is going to join you. I don't know if that means uh, you have to give your own interpretation, but uh, just from listening to the, the three of you together, I think your warriors are with you at this point in time. Yes. Yeah, and you wrote about the secluded place today. Did you see my post? I know you're not talking to me because you know I haven't been on the computer or near no, it all day. Patty needed to go to a secluded place. I wrote. I wrote. Her oh yes. her up. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, as soon as I got home from, I'll be honest with you, I did not see your post when I left uh, my work, and this is how intuitive we are, sister. When I got home at the train station, I immediately, I just went, I went to a church. I found a, there's a Catholic church around the corner, and I knew most of the part time it's empty. I wanted to just, I didn't want to, I meditated at home as well, but I needed to be, I felt, in a very strong Christ atmosphere, because that's where I center myself. And uh, I was there for an hour. I was the only one, and it was, it was life it was mind-changing, just mind-changing. I loved it. And that was the secluded place. I needed that before heading anywhere else when I got to back. Your, to, to your challenge. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Roseanne, that was awesome. She can't Thank hear you us. so much. God bless you. God bless, and God bless you. you. And so this time, ladies and gentlemen, um, we are going to say thank you to Susie, Sue, Patty, I'm so glad you joined us. <laughs> Me too. It's, uh, getting to chat with you. You have a lovely voice. And um, Roseanne, are you still here? Yes, Roseanne is leaving to settle the kids. But Roseanne, thank you so much for, for coming, hon. I hope uh, that your niece does well, and I'm sure everything will be under control. Me too. Uh, Get me a first name on our niece, and you guys need to go to it the was group. Natalie. Natalie, and you need to go to those groups, Philander, and write that you send in prayers. Okay. Will do. Will do. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank Everyone. you. Bye, ladies. Bye, bye. And thank you for being here. And I would like to once again, as I do every week, I ramble into promotional land. So you can like us, which of course. Everybody that listens to us, they hear our voice for 20 seconds or less, and they've already liked us, so they stay around forever. 
But go to facebook.com slash seriousbusinessradio and you can like the show. And you can like me at uh, facebook.com slash Lejeune. Now, we're on Twitter, both of us. You can tweet at us, twitter.com slash Lowey48 for our lovely host, who I pick on all the time. The 48 is a year of birth. Um... I had to pick on her once again, and she's like foot size. Uh, good for you. And I'm twitter.com slash Corey Lejeune. So give me a follow, give her a follow, like us both, and we'll see you next week for another great show. Hopefully by then I'll be on with my new phone. I'm pretty sure. Looking positive. Stay positive. Stay loved and in love, and stay loving. And however many tenses of the form word love I can use anything else you have to say just thank you all for coming we love you God bless may all your days be full of sunshine and happiness good night you've just listened to an IYR the classics broadcast learn more about IYR the classics at theclassics.itsyourradio.com it's your radio the future of radio www.itsyourradio.com